We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Welcome to episode number 76 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I am managing editor at Pixelkin.org and the mother of a four-year-old little girl. I am joined by Steven Dutzman, who is the father of three and editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming. Hi, Steven. Hi, Nicole. I don't hate you as much this week as I did last week. Oh, that's good. That's good. It's always helpful for us not to... um to hate each other yeah that would make it that would make it a rather awkward working um working <laughs> relationship you know right yes i get it uh, yeah um so i heard from linda today she's back she couldn't make it to, to join us today but um she is back and she had a fabulous trip which is pretty cool so um and other quick uh housekeeping stuff we will not be recording next week because that is the wednesday right before thanksgiving and uh i think we both probably need to prepare or family um, onslaughts. At least I do. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so nothing next week, but we'll be back the following week, the week after Thanksgiving. But um, there's a decent amount of news that's happened in the past couple days. This so, has been a very big week. Yeah, yeah. So um, just let's jump right in. So if you wanted one of those NES classic <laughs> little mini console things, it's going to be really hard for you to find them. Those things sold out very quickly. Definitely within the first day of the release at some stores, just like within hours, uh, which is nuts. Steven, did you get one? No. Um, oh. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell okay. you a story. Um, so I knew they were going to be the hotness. So yeah. I went to my local Walmart. At, they open at 7. I went there at like 7.20. I figured mm -hmm. that that was going to be all set. Yeah. Um, they got 12 of them. Mm -hmm. I was the 13th person. Oh, no. So they had just sold out. <laughs> they had like, what they, what happened was, uh, maybe more people had come. But basically, yeah. <laughs> they had a line before the store opened. Yeah. They gave out, and they gave out their 12, and then I showed up like 20 oh, minutes later. Man. So they were technically sold out before they even opened. Wow. So, yeah, yeah this is going to be really hard to find. Thank you, Nintendo, for I doing know. the thing that you always we do. We do, <laughs> right? Yes. They're always limiting their hardware, um, which is, just creates more hype. So now people are all crazy about wanting to get one. Um, they have said officially that they're going to be, you know, Putting out more to all the retailers, but, you know, it's Nintendo, so who knows how much that will actually happen. Um, eventually, these things are going to be in stacks at your local Walgreens. <laughs> right, but, but not before, not by the end of this year. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be tough. That, that's unfortunate. I wasn't yeah. planning on getting one. I'm sorry that you missed it by one. That's, that's yeah, kind of not I mean, cool. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, you know, I'm patient. And willing to be, I'm not going to pay you those eBay prices because mm. for real, they're already yeah. up, you know, three, four hundred bucks. Um, yeah. I have a uh, coworker whose daughter works at a GameStop mm. who uh, was waiting in line. And apparently there were people offering two or three hundred dollars for a space in line to wow. maybe get one. Oh, jeez. Um, so, I, I mean, I'll be honest, if I was in that line, I would have taken the two or three hundred bucks. Yeah, 
I know. Mean, I, I, wow. No disrespect. That's <laughs> that's a lot of money. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I mean, I've I got a lot of people that have you know emailed me or tweeted at me or you know Facebook me that have implied that they think this is a bad business decision on Nintendo's part. Mm. Um, it's not. Not even no, a um, it's not. It never have, is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have two big pieces of evidence that I want to present to anyone that wants to say it is a bad uh, business decision, and that would be the Nintendo Wii, which is mm-hmm. the uh, best-selling home console mm-hmm. in the history of ever. Yeah, and the Amiibos, which no one could find, and Nintendo yeah. was making hand over fist. And let's be honest with ourselves; they don't do anything. Yeah. They don't do yeah, anything. Absolutely. They do a little bit of stuff. It's novel, but the reality right. is they are go they're going nuts and they've they're they have sold a lot of money, uh sold a lot of them and if you mm-hmm. look at the news on Friday like Mashable, who is a mm. social media aggregate news site. Like they, they right. report on like the mannequin challenge and <laughs> did a lot of but they don't typically do a lot of video game stuff. Uh-huh. This pinged them so hard. They wrote multiple articles about the NES Classic Wow! on Friday alone. And normally, you know, if, like, it's a big game release, they'll, like, do one. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uncharted 4, boom. You know? Right. But for them to write multiple articles, you know that that's, that, that's all responsive to social media traffic. So yeah. Nintendo probably got several million dollars. And I'm not even joking, worth of, yeah. like, placement advertising-wise. Yep. Just people talking about this thing, share it. You know, it was crazy. Yeah. I bet you if we asked, you know, um, the folks over at, like, Polygon or IGN what their traffic was for some of those posts, I bet you they were off the charts. So, yeah. I mean, it's – if you want one, you'll get one. Um, yeah. I'll pull out all your tricks because <laughs> – right. Every every trick you know to get a thing, keep it in mind, use it. Um, yeah, you know, good luck, or just wait. Yeah. I mean, the reality is, just you could throw in the towel, and eventually there's going to be a stack of them at Walmart, and you'll get it for sixty bucks. Yeah, um, you know. Yeah, you'll trip over them eventually. Yeah. One of the techniques that my family has used at one point, not since we've been out here, is just to, like, find the target that is, like, really in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, man. And then you can, like, some of they'll have, those guys will have them in stock, typically. So, um, there's, there's, a, there's a tip for you there. <laughs> here's another tip. Babies are us. <laughs> occasionally, <laughs> wait, I say this, I'm not even joking. Babies are right. us will occasionally have a Toys R Us in it. Oh, right, right, right. It necessarily yeah. be labeled as such. Yeah. And so you can go, and people don't think about going to Babies R Us for right. big kid toys. It's a long shot. But if yeah. there's one on your drive, just stop in and at least ask them, hey, you think you're going to get any of these? Um, mm-hmm. you, spoilers, you're not going to get the most knowledgeable staff because you're kind of going, <laughs> right? Like, that's just not their thing. They're used to peddling diapers and binkies and stuff, but right. um, if they know what you're talking about, find somebody young, right? Yeah. If they know what you're talking about, um, then they'll be able to tell you, and that will give you, you know, that's that's a kind of out of the out of the way place. If it's mm-hmm. an action figure you're looking for, now this is not necessarily related to this, but if it's an action figure you're looking for, 
you got to hit up Walgreens and you got to hit up Walgreens oh, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no one goes to Walgreens yeah. for toys. And right. they always get a case of like the big toy and you could mm-hmm. get lucky. Especially yeah. if it's the pink Power Ranger. And I'm not talking about the pink <laughs> Power Ranger, but if it's the girl in the boys' team, like for example, Sky on Paw Patrol or uh-huh. the literal pink Power Ranger next year because we got the movie and stuff. If you want yeah. that pink character, that's always the rare in the box that gets delivered of the action figures. So yeah. it might not be there, but definitely hit up Walgreens. Yeah. I have done this a lot, if you didn't know. Right. Yeah, no, no, that's that's cool. Like, the drugstores are actually, yeah, that's very good uh, advice. Like, my drugstore is called a Bartels. It's a, I think it's just Washington State only. But, like, when I, when Anna was smaller, we got this Sesame Street, like, house thing that like opened up and it came with these little figures and as soon as i found out that they had like a line of these different figures i went nuts and bought them all even though she's not really played with it but i found like two of the rare ones in our bartell's drugstore because nobody goes there yeah exactly right they get a they get a case just like everybody else and that bot that case is going to have like you know 10 12 figures in it Mm-hmm. And one of the rare figures is going to be in there. It's just the way that it works. Um, yeah. And sometimes it works in your favor. Other times it doesn't. And of course you were going to collect all the things. I know. You're one of you're one of our people. I know. <laughs> um, just... That's what we do. <laughs> right. Yeah. So she has a super rare, um, super Grover little figurine thing. That I don't even know where it is. It's in her playroom, which is a mess. It's a, her playroom is literally a huge pile of toys sure. at this point and it fills pretty much the entire room which is the sure. the size of a decent sized bedroom it was funny last night um i was trying to get her to go to bed she said she wasn't tired so i told her that she, like i didn't want her in the playroom i said you can pick one thing out of your room to take into your bedroom to play with it took forever for her even to decide what she wanted and uh and she's, she said something, and, like, you know, one of the other pieces for this thing was buried under the rest of the toys. And I'm like, of course. No, pick something else. It took, it took like, 15 minutes to get her to pick something. And I'm like, this is the worst idea I have ever had in my life. <laughs> so. Well. Anyhow. You, you decided to have me on this podcast permanently. That was a rough. <laughs> right. That was. Some would argue that that was a bad decision. Yeah, it was terrible, too, because the whole point was sometimes when she doesn't go to sleep, she gets up and she goes and plays in her playroom and then goes back to her room and goes to sleep. I didn't want her in the playroom. It was really important for her to go to sleep because she had to go to school this morning. And when I get her up for school, she's all cranky and, you know, which I don't like to deal with. So I'm like, you have to go to sleep. And I told her, I'm like, if I come up these stairs and the playroom door is open and the lights are on, you're going to be in big you're going to be in big trouble because that's the way that that I know she's been in there. So, you know. Oh, she's smart. She went in the playroom, but she remembered to turn the light off and close the door. And I didn't find out until this morning that she had been in there. <laughs> so, to a yeah. degree, you got to give her some props. <laughs> yeah, I know. For being smart. But on yeah. the other side, you're like, man. I know. <laughs> man. But what are you going to oh, do? Yeah. Wait until she's even older and smarter. You ain't right. seen nothing. Nothing. I know. You ain't seen nothing. Yeah, I think I've learned that I probably just shouldn't, like, make a point of telling her not to do something because that just makes it that much more attractive to her. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now you know. Yeah, yeah. Rookie parenting move. 
Um, You're not a rookie. You're not a rookie. Come on. She's all, she's four. You just, you know, it's just, it. you know what? It's tough to realize that your kids are smart because you're used <laughs> right. to them being dumb babies. And I mean that with no, like, let's be right. real. Babies and toddlers yeah. are dumb. Yeah. And when they stop being dumb babies and toddlers and they start being like kids, yeah, you're not a rookie, but there's no way you can stop that because they think and they think for themselves and it gets crazy. Wait until she's 10. I'll no, tell you yeah. what. <laughs> yeah, not so You'll much get looking there. forward to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll be okay. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> so back to games. Video and games. by the way, yeah, we're going to hit some Black Friday deal stuff a little later on in the podcast to give you guys a rundown on some of the big things that are happening. Because um, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. And then by the time you're listening to this, which will probably be on Friday the 18th, I uh, should have a story up on Pixelkin, hopefully. So, so uh, Nintendo's dominating the news a lot this week. So they announced, yeah, they the f- finally announced the release date for Super Mario Run. And that will be coming on December 15th worldwide. If you don't remember what this is, this is the iOS game that is a not-so-endless runner. I forget what I called that the last time. Um, I think and, that's what you uh, called it. Is it what I called it? I think I called it... What did I call it? I don't know. I don't remember. I called it something. I'll have to look it up. But not it was so something endless. genius, I think. Uh, yeah, I know. I don't remember what it was now. Um, but yeah, so uh, this is an iOS game. It's like it looks like a normal Mario game, only you don't have to control him running. He runs for you. You're just controlling him jumping and doing all this other stuff. So, um, so um, you're able to try it out for free, mm-hmm. um, and then the regular game is going to cost uh, 9.99, so 10 bucks, which I think is what you said you thought it was going to be, Stephen. So I yeah, I thought it was going to be there, but I said that I would pay upwards of 20. If right. they said it was nineteen ninety nine, I was still down. That's half of a three DS game, sure. Yeah. This is yeah. great. This is gonna make so much freaking money. So yeah. much freaking money. Um, I don't think people even really understand how much money Nintendo is gonna make from this. Yeah. Um, it's not. There's been some backlash. People that don't understand mobile games. Um, yeah. That are like nine ninety nine is too much and right. whatever. And my response to you is, homie, have you ever looked at Minecraft? Because Minecraft is ten bucks. Yeah. And Minecraft lives, I think it might even be more expensive sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, the mobile edition, I mean, it's still one of the number one grossing games. Yeah. Because the thing about the App Store is once you get into the top 20, mm. just being in the top 20 helps you stay there. And yeah. by nature of the fact that it's a $10 download, it's going to be in the it's going to be in the high numbers for the gro- for the top grossing apps because mm-hmm. it's a $10 download. Um, and because it's Nintendo and the curiosity factor, people are going to be downloaded this thing. It's going to be in the top chart for at least a year. Yeah. Um, and that's millions upon millions of dollars. Yeah. This is, no one even understands the impact that this game is going to have, even if it's only good. Right. Right. If it's not the game of the year, like if it's not an all-star. Yeah. It's even if it's just good, it's going to be insane. Yeah, yeah. It's also going to catch, too, I think some, um, you know, just uh, uh, mobile, not necessarily even gamers, just mobile users go in there, you know, go into the app store to get whatever, and they see, yeah. oh, there's a Mario game. Like, oh, everybody yeah. remembers Mario. Everybody knows Mario. So, yep. yeah, I think um, 
I think that's going to be a good thing for them. Uh, oh, yeah. I can't imagine that it wouldn't be. <laughs> um, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Okay, so what else we got here? Oh, yeah, so this was announced this morning. Um, uh, there's going to be a Legend of Zelda-themed um, escape event, quote-unquote. So this is based on these escape rooms. We've talked about them on this podcast before, um, before Steven was on uh, with Simone and all those guys. So an escape room is where you go up with a bunch of people, you get locked in a room, and you have to try to figure out how to get out based on clues and whatnot that are scattered around the room. This yep. is not going to be the same, is that they're not locking you in a room. There's going to be a large event space in, with teams at tables. They're going to tell you what the story is, and then you have to go around this large space and find all the clues to uh, yep. to solve the stuff. So, um, so yeah, so this is pretty cool. Um, I love that they call it an escape event. It was it was in there it was in their fact. They're like, no, no, we're not locking anyone in a room. You, you don't have to worry about that. So my um, uh, my LARP team has already planned on trying to get to New York City for this. Oh, cool. I was gonna ask you if you were gonna do that, or if maybe you were gonna come to Seattle or something like that. I mean, <laughs> I, I that would be a that would be one hell of a commute. Although realistically, <laughs> the way flights have been going, um, yeah. If I had a place to stay. Yeah. It would probably be just as expensive to fly to Seattle than it would be to take a train to New York. But mm. uh, my LARP team has uh, already been in communication. Uh. We're going to try and get out to that because that's um, because that just sounds super rad. Yeah, um, yeah. It does sound lots of fun. I'm sure I have Courtney and other people that I could probably do it with if I wanted to. I haven't decided yet. So it's going to be in quite a few cities. Uh, including San Francisco, Phoenix, Los Angeles, San Diego, Seattle, Houston, Chicago, and New York. You can get tickets now for San Francisco, Phoenix, Los Angeles, and San Diego. Those The dates have been completely worked out. You can get tickets. It's on the official website for the event. And then the other, um, the other cities are TBA on their ticket amounts. But... Um, but after the, I love this too, after the end of the thing, you're going to get to go hang out in a Zelda theme room and just buy stuff. They're going to have all kinds of Zelda merchandise for sale. But the thing that I, it's like after, like, I don't know how long this event is scheduled for, probably a couple hours or whatever. But if yeah. it's getting close to the end of the event and you haven't solved your thing, they will give you a walkthrough to give you the chance to solve it before the event is over. So I just thought that was. So that everybody can get funny. into the room and buy stuff. Yeah, yeah, and nobody has to feel like they didn't finish it, <laughs> so. Um, Makes total sense. Yeah, yeah, okay, so let's see. All right, let's go into these Black Friday deals. I was surfing the web this morning looking for all kinds of stuff. Um, Toys R Us is, believe it or not, kind of the biggest one that I found, and this is coming from their their special Black Friday ad thing, and all these... um. All these specials are in store only. So if you want to get these prices, you have to go and brave the crowds. Um, <laughs> but some of the biggest stuff here, uh, the Skylanders Imaginator Starter Pack is going to be $37.49. It's a real good um, price. Yeah, yeah. And um, board games, various, various board games are going to cost like $5 or $7, $10, $12, $15, $20, depending upon the game. 
Um, Anki Overdrive starter kit. If you don't know what Anki Overdrive is, we've talked about this on the podcast a little bit too. It's this cool little racetrack thing where you control the cars um, with your iPad or your phone. Yep. And uh, it's it's actually like race combat, so you can like shoot at the other cars using. I mean, it it's, doesn't. It's like actually shoot. A, it's cool. It's it's like a slot car leveled yeah. up, right. and combined with Mario Kart with yeah. AI cars. Yeah. So if you're alone, you can let the AI drive the other cars. This thing is insane. Um, Family Gamer TV, shout out to them over on the yeah. other side uh, of the pond. They talk about this constantly. So if you if you really don't know. Um, look up uh, Family Gamer TV on YouTube and just like search their stuff for Anki Overdrive. You're gonna see all yeah. sorts of stuff. Yeah, I think that's when we talked about it. Was when we had Andy Robertson on the podcast. Um, okay, yeah. makes sense. Yes. He's he he, <laughs> yeah. he is. I, I I don't know if he's just got a specific thing for it that I'm not sure. Um, but he really digs it, and so he's yeah. just into it, talking about it all the time, all the expansions. I thought this was kind of gonna be a flash in the pan when I saw it at toy at a toy fair uh-huh not so much it's doing yeah. pretty well so yeah um yeah so the starter kit for that is going to be 119.99 oh uh, here's a very good this price. is a this is a big one um like we all know that there's no more disney infinity being made but yeah. all disney infinity play sets and the starter pack 9.99 that is nuts yep. unbelievably nuts so yep. um and then just if you want to buy stuff on out of there, just get it. Yeah. If you want to buy the individual figures there, buy one, get three free. So yep. um, if you had any interest in Disney infinity, you can just go clean up with that one. Or let's um, be real. If you just want star Wars figures for your desk. Right. Yes, well, no, exactly. I'm not even joking. I, you, yeah. you do the math 15 night. Yeah, they're 15 bucks a piece. Yeah. For 15 bucks, you can roll out with Darth Vader. Um, like Kylo Ren, yeah, and Boba Fett and Yoda, and yeah, put those on a little stand. You never even have to play the game. Same thing with the Marvel guys. I mean, this is yeah, I, I, I this is that that by itself is a great deal for just collectors, right? Yeah, um, but you know the game is a great the, the nine ninety nine for the starter sets and the play sets. The yeah. online toy box modes won't be working at some point in the very near future. However, right. the play sets will. Yeah. So you know. Hit them up. Yeah. And I never played it, but the toy, you don't have to do the toy box stuff online, right? You can just do that locally. Am I but a lot of that? the function, you can, yes, but a lot of the functionality requires online, you know? Oh, like okay. Being able to play other people's toy boxes, being able to upload your stuff. Um, I mean, you can still build your own stuff, but it's not the same experience. The, mm. the actual play sets themselves, those are just standalone games. Right, um, right. If I might recommend the Marvel Battleground set, the one that comes with Captain America, um, mm. that is a really good Mar. It's Power Stone from Dreamcast. Mm. Get cool. that for tw get that for twenty dollars, and then buy four more Marvel figures. So for thirty forty dollars, you've got a game, that thing, and a bunch of Marvel guys. <laughs> right. Really good. My kids have been rocking with that like crazy. Yeah. Um. So also here, the older Skylander starter packs, as in not Imaginators, but the other ones, they're going to be $19.99. Um, the Skylander Sensei figures, which are, they do go with Imaginators, are going to be $9.99 a piece. I think they're regularly 15 or something yes. like that, right, Steven? That's correct. They're the premium and, Skylander, so they're about 16 bucks. Yeah, and then the Imaginators Crystals 
you can get three for 20. So, um, it's a real uh, good price. yeah, it is. Uh, all the Lego Dimensions starter and team packs, I don't have the number for this. They're going to be 50% off. I, I just didn't feel like doing the math. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> 50% off is a great price. I mean, there's no other way around. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, and then obviously they're going to have regular video games on sale for like 10 or 20 or $25, depending on the game. When I put this story up on Pixelkin, I'll get dig in the weeds and find out exactly what the games are. Uh, and of course, there are console deals too. The Minecraft theme Xbox One, uh, $249.99. The Uncharted PS4, $249.99. And the Battlefield One Xbox One, $249.99. And 3DS, $99.99. We all we knew this that's already. That's special. The, yeah, yeah, that's Nintendo. the special one. That one's the yeah. hotness. I am so yeah. getting one of those. Ooh, yeah. And sometimes things that people forget about but I think are awesome. So they're going to have the Xbox Live Gold three-month uh, subscription card available for $14.99. That is, which is cool. a steal. It is, yeah. Even if you have an existing account, grab it, throw it yep. on there. It automatically dumps it onto the end of your account. Yep. <laughs> just do it. It'll save yeah. you money. It's not really a gift. Just yeah. grab it. You may as yeah. well grab one. Yeah. Um. And then we've got, I'm going to move over to Best Buy now, you know, games on sale for like 25 or 30 bucks, depending upon the game. They have the Battlefield one, Xbox one as well, but theirs costs more. It's $299.99. Um, but the cool deal that they've got there is you can get a free controller with the purchase of any one terabyte Xbox one S. So that's, that's decent because it only comes with one controller. So, um, uh, let's see. GameStop. You can get a golden PS4 controller for sixty-five dollars. I mean, I guess I, I was gonna say I don't know why you would want a golden one, but okay. Um, they've someone got some fairly. Right, someone, someone does. does. Yeah. Um, they've got some some fairly recent games are gonna be uh, twenty bucks, and some older ones ten bucks. Uh, they have the Gears of War themed Xbox One for two forty nine ninety nine, <laughs> and the PlayStation Slim with um, Uncharted two forty nine ninety nine. Target now Target has this, has an awesome deal. Anybody who buys an Xbox One S S gets a free forty dollar gift card to go along with it, and uh, so that's you know that's cool. That's like an extra controller or whatever. They haven't they didn't do that with a lot of stuff. That's the only one I saw them do that for. Um, they also have the Battlefield 1 themed Xbox. Sounds like that's, that's the, the big Xbox um, this holiday season. That's $249.99. Man, Best Buy is just getting... I, I, don't go to Best Buy to get that, that console if you, if you want it because it's cheaper everywhere else. Um, and they got the PlayStation 4 Slim with Uncharted 4, $249.99. 3DS, $99.99. Lego Dimensions and Skylanders Imaginator Starter Packs are 40 bucks. They've got the Sensei figures and the Lego Dimensions Fun Packs are both 10 As is with everything, various video games down to 35 25 15 8 depending upon the game. Uh, gift cards, as in the specific gift cards, like for the Nintendo, for the eShop, or the uh, Xbox One Store, Xbox Live, all those types of things. You can buy one, get one 10% off for that one, and Target, they also have lots of board games at 50% off. The, the Target board game section is on point right now. They cool. just brought in a bunch of stuff. So, uh, for those of you that are cards against humanity heads, um, that's a mm -hmm. great place to get it. Um, the big 
Um, my big recommendation for those people who happen to play that game, I don't, but if you do, um, the bigger blacker box, which is a storage box for all their expansions, is there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and cool. that's a great purchase for anybody that doesn't has it have it, but actually plays that game because it is designed to store a lot of stuff in it. Um, yeah. So that is something to keep in mind, but they also have a lot of great games um, for all ages. So definitely take a look at that. And mm-hmm. my one piece of advice, when you go to Target, their designer games are all in one place. Their party games are all in one place. And the crap is all in another place. Pay attention to that. <laughs> okay. Basically, uh, if you see Candyland, right. everything around it is likely garbage. <laughs> um, I mean, if that's what you want, get down right. with your bad self. But if you're looking for something like a little, you know, a little bougie, as it were, <laughs> move to the left, um, more likely than not. And you'll be able to find, I mean, Ticket to Ride, Dominion, you know, a whole bunch uh-huh. of great options. Um and if you're there and you don't know what to do, tweet at me, at EF Gaming. I will gladly help you. Just take a picture of where you're at, and I'll give you some advice. Cool. You mean you're not going to be out shopping yourself? I, I will respond. I might even be at a Target, so I'll be able to help. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I am I am happy to assist. I get I get push notifications on my phone. Um, okay. And I'll be standing. I am the designated line stander. Okay. Because I don't mind, because I have my phone and video games. So, like, I don't right. mind standing and waiting, because... I'm never bored, ever. Yeah. I, so, um, and I just started a new game, which we'll talk about later on. So, um, okay. So I've got plenty of time to s- just sit around, if you know what I mean. <laughs> right. So I got time. I'll help people out. I'll help people out. Cool. And 50% cool. off is a really good, pr- that's going to lead to some really good deals. Um, yeah. Buy Ticket to Ride if you don't have it already. Just, okay. Just do it. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I didn't look into Amazon's deals yet, but I will yeah. when I put together my big article. Um, well, I mean, the Amazon is, is – right, Amazon. everything, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I, I'm not going to step foot in any of these brick-and-mortar stores. So, um, but, uh, but honestly, I, re- I really wouldn't do that anyhow. Like, I order everything online. Like, the last time I went into a Best Buy, it was actually fairly recently, went to look at the laptops, not to buy one there, but to test the keyboards to see which one I liked the best. <laughs> so these poor salespeople, like, are fo- watching me, follow me around, like, I'm opening up a Word doc and just typing gibberish just to see what it felt like, so, but anyhow. It was, a, it successfully helped me choose uh, the laptop that I have now, so. Oh, you're, you mean your super awesome laptop? Yeah, my super awesome me- one. That I'm mega jealous of, <laughs> that you can play you know, Sim 6 on. What is crazy about some of the keyboards is that one of the shift keys, I mean, the shift keys on this keyboard, the left one is a little larger than the right one. But in some of these keyboards, they're tiny. They're like a square, like the size of one of the letters. And I'm like, I can't do that. I'm going to miss the key all the time. And plus, I wanted something with a number pad on it. And there are lots of uh, keyboards that don't have that either. So, but anyhow. That's when I was at Best Buy, and it was for a very specific physical reason, which means, which meant that I did not spend money in that store. So, anyhow. Uh, let's see. What else is going on? The Game Awards is coming up. It's going to yeah, be on uh, December 1st, which kind of sucks. I'm going to be on a plane. Um, so I'll have to watch it afterwards, and hopefully I can. there's decent Where Wi-Fi. Where are you going to be? I'm going to be in Jamaica. Um, oh, damn. I was so miserable. I'm going to be in No, no, no. Bah. No, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. This is for 
Isaac's brother's wedding. So the percentage of likelihood of family drama is probably up there around 90%. So it's Jamaica, yeah, but at the same time, let's just say I'm not crazy about going. I could just, you know, we were the Bahamas already. I could just not go to the beach anymore this year. So at the end of the day, like if there's drama, like Jamaica has rum to my understanding. So you (laughs) could go fix that real quick. Um, I'm I'm just saying, I'm just saying, um, still, I mean, if you want, I'll, I will gladly be uh, Isaac's date to Jamaica. We'll go, I'll go. I mean, you know, it'll be a very different experience for him, I'm sure. But like, yeah, he, I'm sure he and I will find something to talk about. Yeah, no, no, I've got Anna's gonna be Flower Girl, so um, All right, I gotta flower. be there for that. So okay, I'm but just also offering. To... I'm just yeah, offering. No, if you needed no, somebody no. to throw themselves on that sword for you and go to Jamaica <laughs> to prevent you from being oh so miserable, I would absolutely <laughs> do it. Yeah. I'd even help Anna out. Sure. You know, yeah. I'd take all sorts of pictures. <laughs> right. I'm just um, trying to help. This is team. Yeah. This is teamwork. Right no, here. no. Oh, I appreciate it. Um. <laughs> yeah, so December 1st, the Game Awards. Um, if you're not familiar, uh, these are uh, organized and put on by Jeff Keighley, who is a uh, – he's just recently – he's doing a, a like a show. Uh, I don't know if it's a daily show or a weekly show or whatever for YouTube gaming um, yeah. that just started. So, um, Do you so know him? Where, I have, have met, met him. A, Jeff? I've, I've met him a couple times, yeah. Right. I, he would not know me. If you said my name to him, he wouldn't know. So, um, but anyhow, right. yes, I've met him a couple times. Um, but yeah, so this is, this is his baby. He has sort of started it. This is its third year, I think, third or fourth. Yeah. Um, so he had an interview with Polygon, which he was talking about how they're going to be really careful this year about showing lots of fancy CGI type trailers, because one of the ones that they showed last year was No Man's Sky. So, that um, obviously... There was, there's been some drama about that, right? Yeah, yeah, just a little <laughs> bit. But the thing that's great is that he, like, he says, he totally takes responsibility for some... He's like, did we... This is a quote. Did we create this black hole of hype that the developers couldn't pull themselves out of? Some of that was authored by me. That's, I mean, kudos to him for owning up to that. Like, that's something Sony won't even own up to. So, yeah. Well, I mean, Shuhei, <laughs> Shuhei Yoshida did kind of but yeah kind of yeah but well, i mean in as much as he was allowed to but no i i agree jeff jeff keely a class act all the way and yeah you know <laughs> and the idea of focusing more on essentially pre-release let's yeah. plays as opposed to flashy yeah. rendered trailers i think that sounds that yeah that um could be what sets the game awards apart because mm-hmm. the game awards experience for me um and i've been watching them since the very first one you know when it was yeah. the vgas and the v- i've been watching yeah. them every year um and it always just felt like another e3 to me mm. right yeah because it was just trailers and i'm used to seeing trailers like i get it right you know? but i i get the same response it's like oh yeah. i'm just looking at trailers you know i i my hype is guarded by nature of the fact right. that, I mean, I am a super fan, and for anybody listening to be like, Steve, you control your hype. What is wrong with you? What I mean <laughs> is, like, I know, yeah, you know, I get excited, but I know that this could change. 
then it could be different. Then yeah. It might not be what I'm getting. So I get hyped about that one specific thing. Yeah. By focusing on gameplay, I think it could actually change everything because, yeah. you know, it makes it more intimate. It could make it more interesting. Um, yeah. And it will make it better for us as people who cover the industry because we'll have more to talk about. Um, yeah. So I think that is a great move. One that I think would be good for, um, you know, it'll definitely be good for a, uh, like, just from a watchability standpoint, you know? Mm, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for, like, gamer, I mean, I guess regular people aren't going to watch it very much. But, like, from gamer, gamer people, obviously the gameplay is going to be more important. But if you had someone watching it who maybe wasn't so much into games, the big flashy trailers would be better for them. But, you know. True. He's, um... He's he's catering to the right audience, I think. So oh, absolutely. So it'll be, yeah, it'll be cool to say. Hopefully the hotel will have good Wi-Fi so that I can watch it after it is over with. Um, but anyhow. So, speaking of the Game Awards, they have, they have announced their um, nominees for stuff. So, let's Did. see here. Are we going to make predictions? Game of, predictions? Uh, we can make some predictions. Um, so, Game of the Year... Uh, Doom, Inside, Overwatch, Titanfall 2, and Uncharted 4. Let me guess, Steven. You're going to pick Overwatch. Um, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> what could possibly, of those four, of those five, um, here's, here's what, that is my prediction, but I don't think mm -hmm. that it's actually going to win. I actually think it's going to go to Inside. This is oh. jury selected. Which means right. that it's largely, you know, I mean, this is this is games press that are going to be, mm -hmm. you know, games press royalty basically that makes some of these decisions. Yeah. Um, game of the year has it it doesn't typically go to like Uncharted Four is at a disadvantage by nature of the fact yeah. that it was a great game, but it's not mm -hmm. like the art house choice. Like this is like the right. best picture, right? Like yeah, yeah. How many years did it take for Lord of the Rings to win a best picture Oscar? Right, right, like, right. So. Um, I want Overwatch to win. Overwatch deserves it. My actual prediction is that Overwatch will not win any awards. Really? You don't um, think so? Which means I think it's going to get shut out, and it's going to be the biggest travesty in VGA <laughs> history, but I just don't think it's – because it's – I mean, uh, yeah. I just think it's going to lose to stuff, and I think there are other things that are arguably shinier, like you know, we'll get into it in later categories, but I actually don't yeah. think – Overwatch, despite the fact that I think it should win every category it's in, because it's it's without question my game of the year so far. Uh, there's yeah. only one game coming that's even got a shot right. um, for me, um, yeah. and that's pure fanboyism. Right. But, Speaking of which, I'm gonna I'm gonna go there for just a second because we have it up on Pixelkin today. So Conan O'Brien and Elijah Wood man, are playing Final girl. Fantasy 15. <laughs> Um, so there's a video up on Pixelkid. You could check it out. It's uh it's part of uh Conan O'Brien's clueless gamer uh thing that he does on his show sometimes. Man, I haven't watched it yet, but it just sounds hilarious. Um, he is not a fan Final of Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah. He's not I know, a fan. But get, like of all of all the games or the even type of game to give to people who don't play games, a JRPG, yeah, just no. No, I am yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I I think that it's one of those things where clearly he hates you know he hated it, but <laughs> I don't think that him not liking it is really gonna have that big of an impact just because yeah no you know it's funny you know we we love that game anyway I think really it just got him a bunch of hate mail from angry JRPG fans 
Um, yeah. But he's probably who used don't, to it. Who don't get the fact that this is supposed to be funny. And that's what he does to, like, every game. So, um, anyhow. Oh, yeah, he's uh, terrible. So, uh, so you think Inside. I haven't played Inside. Have you played it? Uh, very briefly. But, um... Okay. It really just comes down to, not necessarily my opinion, I'm just predicting based on what I have read and the hype that it right, has right, right. gotten. Right, 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 yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, like a lot of the pe- a lot of the folks that have historically been in the uh, the jury for this, That's mm-hmm. that seems like their kind of game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, that's, that, that is actually my prediction, even though I really think okay. Overwatch should win. I just, I don't think Overwatch is, I think Overwatch is going to be underrepresented. I do, however... Um, going into the next category, which is yeah. the best studio, I do think Blizzard will win mm. because they've been killing it. Um, yeah. Because not only did Blizzard put out Overwatch, but um, they also have Legion, which has done well, and yeah. um, Hearthstone. And I know they tie it to a specific game, but this has always yeah. been like their full body of work. And right. nobody has done better than Blizzard with Overwatch, Legion, and Hearthstone. Right. Yes. Um, so, let's see. Some other ones here. I'm not going to go through the whole list. Um, Can we do Family Game of the Year? Family Game of the Year. Uh, do they have that listed? on? Yep. I was looking on Polygon, but not on the... Do they have that all? I'm looking at right. it. I'll go over Strategy. it. Oh, okay. There we go. Family Game. Um, so Dragon Quest Builders, Lego Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Pokemon Go, Ratchet and Clank, Skylanders, Imaginators. That's a pretty good crop if you think about it. I just, it is. I don't really have, I think this is even money on any of them. Uh, I think any of these five could win. Um, what I find interesting about this is these are really good games. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, when people think about, um, you know, family games, historically, mm-hmm. People have thought about hot garbage, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and these are not hot, like these are really, really good games. You know, Skylanders, yeah. Imaginators, best Skylanders that they have ever put out. Pokemon Go literally changed the world. Yeah. For a brief period of time. Um, one of the best Lego games in a while. Dragon Quest Builders has taken that Minecraft formula in a completely different angle. And yeah. Ratchet and Clank, which is a reenvisioning of of well beloved series. Also, yeah. it's twenty dollars naturally right now, not even on sale. Oh my god! So if you have a PS4, yeah, or if you're getting a PS4, let's just pretend that your PS4 it costs an extra twenty dollars, right? And it comes exactly. bundled with Ratchet and Clank because holy yeah. crap, twenty dollars is outright theft for this yes. game. Yes, yes, I agree with you. Uh, however, I don't think it's going to win. My, my money's on, well, my money, not, not, not my real money. Um, oh, I know. Uh, you don't make bets. <laughs> you don't make bets on this podcast um, anymore. I think Skylanders will, will take the family game. That's just um, my opinion. I think that that is a strong play. This is the best Skylanders they've ever done. I'm a huge yeah. fan of it. So, but I don't think, um, I don't think Pokemon Go is going to be left out of it. I think that's going to take the mobile, mobile game. Oh yeah. I mean, that has to. So yeah, that has to. Um, can I just say though, um, and I know we're bouncing around, but how funny is yeah. it when I was like best fighting game, there were fighting games put out this year. <laughs> um, and then I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Street Fighter five, uh, which is crazy. Right. Cause I mean, that was one of my most anticipated games of the year. Um, yeah. <laughs> I am predicting the Pokemon tournament is going to take that one. 
Because oh, Street yeah. Fighter Five right now is just hot garbage. Nobody likes it except people that play it in tournaments. Um, and I don't think anybody really has much great to say about Ki or King of Fighters. But Pokemon mm-hmm. Tournament has been a surprising entry into the fighting game community. It has a mm-hmm. strong audience. A bunch of people love it, and it's been supported with DL- with uh, DLC characters. Because Lord knows that it's not like they're going to run out of Pokemon to throw in this game. Um, right. I think we should keep an eye on this game to grow str- soundly over the next couple of years. Um, cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, and also, too, um, it's worth pointing out, there's been some chit-chat over uh, Twitter and whatnot of people like complaining that certain games haven't made it in, and that's because the all of the, the jury had to turn in their selections by uh, November 4th. So games that have come out after that, unless they've had like advanced review copies, you're probably not going to see them in there. Yep. I know some some people were the chit chat about that was that you know Dishonored 2 is only in um, the best action adventure game, doesn't have any other representation. But you know reviewers just just got the copies of those <laughs> like last week. So yep. Um. So let's see what else. Uh, which uh, this is what made me think of that. So best RPG, obviously Final Fantasy 15 isn't on there because it hasn't come out yet. So I mean, otherwise I think yeah, yeah, because I think it would probably be that would be a deadlock for that one. What's interesting to me is that The Witcher 3's DLC (laughs) is on there. Like the game itself won last year. The game itself won last year, but their DLC is up there. (laughs) Right. Yeah, that kind of yeah. weirded me out. And I don't think yeah. Final Fantasy is a lock for next year because, remember, it has been delayed. It was going to be February 14th. It got delayed into April. But Persona right. is a thing. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I, it's tough, man. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. How about that Stardew Valley getting some recommendation in the indie? I know. That was awesome. I was like I was like reading through the things. I'm like Firewatch, okay, yeah. Hyperlight Drifter, okay, yeah. Inside, of course. I'm like, Stardew Valley, that is awesome. Stardew Valley, so, um, I don't think it'll win. But the fact yeah. that it was nominated I mean, this is one dude made that. One yep. dude. Yep. And it's probably got more deep systems in it than say Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, this game, I mean, I had to stop, you know, playing it because it was taking up too much of my time, but, it, um, and also because I knew it was coming to console, so I just, you know, would rather play it there than on my um, laptop. Through that. But Isaac, Isaac was like, you know, because I started playing it on my old laptop when we switched over, he's like, looking at all this stuff, he's like, look, your Stardew Valley saves on the cloud, you can have all your stuff saved, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to play it on my PC anymore. Um, yep. so, um, let's see, what is the other thing that, um, uh, games, games for impact. That was the other, um, thing that I saw. Oh, so yeah. 1979 is in there, which is cool, but that also, um, I didn't realize that Orwell was out. <laughs> Turns out it is. That was my, uh, favorite game from PAX, uh, was Orwell. So I need to check oh, yeah? that out. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. We talked yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it a little. It's actually becoming, it's it's becoming like, like the roguelike of like previous years. Because um, I I just played another game, isn't exactly like it, but still has the whole kind of 
Big Brother watching you type thing. And then there's another game in development that I looked at on a preview copy that's really the same type of thing. So, like, you know, I was um, describing this game. I don't have the review up on uh, Pixelkin yet, but it will be soon. This game that I've been playing, Beholder, and I'll tell you more about that stuff. But I, I told Isaac, I'm like, yeah, it's an Orwellian thing. And he's like, is that what, that's now the new the new term to describe games? It used to be roguelike, now it's Orwellian. So that might actually be a thing because it's in a very short period of time. There have been three games that I've seen following basically the same theme. And two of them really the same type of gameplay. So... So, let's see. The other thing that I thought was cool is that um, voice actors, three of the voice actors from Uncharted 4 are up. And two of them are yeah. from Firewatch. So, um, I yeah, mean, Uncharted is... <laughs> yeah, it's always beautifully voiced. Um, Nolan North is, you know, he's just amazing. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. And Troy Baker was in this year as his, as his brother. Uh, yeah. I, although the funny thing is, like, who do you, who do you pick between those three? I don't know. I'm gonna say Nolan North. They're either gonna go with Nolan Nolan North or somebody from Firewatch or Mafia. And that was the other thing I was surprised to see. Mafia Three. Where is it? It's like narrative or something. Yeah. Yeah. Best narrative. Mafia Three. I was like, hmm. Well, I mean, it's it's getting a lot of props. I have not played it. It's well outside of my um, genre. And, you know, yeah. it's been busy season. Um, but it has been getting a lot of props for um, its narrative because of the way it respectfully handles race issues from the 1960s. Mm. Um, and so, um, and and kind of interweaves that into a uh, open world game. So mm. I think that is what's kind of setting it apart uh, because it's telling story, it's telling a kind of impactful and honestly this year meaningful story. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, but it's doing it in inside of an open world game, which generally are bad for story. Right. Yes. Yes, you're right. And this year too, we've got our first best VR game, which obviously I haven't played any. It's Batman, Job Simulator, Res Infinite, Thumper, and Eve Valkyrie. I've been hearing lots of people say that they like Thumper. Where did I hear that? I don't know. I don't Somewhere. know. But I've been hearing a lot of good things about Job Simulator, so we'll have to see. That'll be yeah. interesting, but hey, look at VR category. I know. I know. Look at that. Um, and so, best... I, it was, these these categories like just cracked me up. So there's best action game and best action adventure game. I just, uh, I don't know. There's we not a very big distinction there. Well, well, they they gave a distinction which actually helped. Yeah. But yeah. let me let me let me get there. Come on. So best. Oh my goodness, where is it? I've, I'm scrolling through on the actual page because they gave a description. But yes. So it, it best says... action game is the best games in the action genre focused on combat, and then yes. the best action adventure games that combine combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Solving. So yes. that makes sense, right? Like, yeah. that's why yeah. the action games were mostly shooters. In fact, all five yeah. of them are shooters. Yeah. Um, and then action-adventure game, we get things like, you know, Uncharted, which has its climbing levels and, you yes. know, the puzzles. So that makes sense. Um, yeah. If that's – this is – they talked about this – I've heard this talked about on a number of podcasts over the last, you know, forever. And it really just comes yeah. down to the fact that the games industry does not have – 
defined genres. Yes. We don't have a thing where a bunch of nerds got together on, at a retreat one weekend and like really hammered out what each genre was so that we could kind of kind of put things in buckets. And right. one of the main reasons no one has thought to do that, because I'm sure, you know, Pear and all them tried, yeah. is that as, as soon as we put, as soon as we're like, all right, these are platformers, guys, they give them uh, character customization and then they turn into a role-playing game. Right. So, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, it, yeah. so why come up with genres when they could just come up with their own stuff? Yeah, makes sense. Um, yeah, so the action games, Battlefield 1, Doom, Gears of War 4, Overwatch, Titanfall 2. You don't think you don't think Overwatch is going to win this one either? I just... I want it to. I legitimately do, but I think one of these other ones is just going to sneak in. Battlefield... I can see an argument for just about all of them except Titanfall. I um, really love me some Titanfall, but I can see arguments for any of them. Um, yeah. I want Overwatch to win. Like, my heart... Part of this is I'm hedging my bets because I've I've gone all in on games before and been very dis, um you know very like you know I've been disappointed and right. I think Overwatch is so good that um it's overhyped and as a result it will not win but then again I mean it could run the table and if yeah. it ran the table I wouldn't exactly be surprised Yeah you know Yeah um so ac- action adventure Dishonored 2 Hitman Hyper Light Drifter, Ratchet & Clank, Uncharted 4. I really, really want Ratchet & Clank to carry this one. I know. I want that it would to be... carry this one so bad. I don't think it will. It would will. be so awesome, yeah, but I don't I don't think it will either. Um, so, I mean, the only ones that I've... Well, I've played all of those except for Hitman and Hyper Light Drifter, but, you know, Uncharted 4 is awesome. We could talk about Dishonored 2 in a little bit. Um, and let's see. Strategy game, I think this is... It's going to be Civ. How can it not yeah. be Civ? <laughs> yeah, of course it's going to be Civ. <laughs> so there's Civilization Six and stuff. And stuff, right. And stuff. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, these are great games, right? Fire Emblem Fates, yeah, yeah. great. Banner Saga is a great, uh, amazing game. And Banner Saga 2 is just as good. You know, these all have an audience, but come on. It's Civ Six. Civilization yeah. is an event. Right. Yes. Um. So, yeah. And I can't even. I, I, that is going to be my post-holiday treat. Cool, cool. And you might not see me for a month. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, off topic of games, but like I was, I try to do NaNoWriMo, which for those who don't know is National Novel Writing Month. It happens in November in which you try to write 50,000 words during the month of November in the 30 days. November is the most terrible time for someone who writes in the video game industry to yeah. try to do that. It's just, it's nuts. So I'm going to try to start my own month, like in January or something. Because, I, like, I can't do it. And then I just, like, get, like, oh, what's wrong with me? Why can't I do this? It's like, oh, yeah, I had to play all these games and write all this other stuff. Anyhow. True that. I don't know why, I don't know why they picked November in the first place, honestly. Um, well, like, you're gearing up for holiday stuff? I don't, I don't know. I think because they just... We're kind of they picked it arbitrarily, really. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, so yeah. So back to games then. Uh, most anticipated game: God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Mass Effect Andromeda, Red Dead Redemption Two, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. I don't even know what to pick here. <laughs> Legend of Zelda, obviously. You think Zelda's, um, Zelda's gonna you know do what? it? No, I would have until I. I 
I have a theory. Okay. That I would have picked. Le- I mean, for me, it's Legend of Zelda. No question. I mean, I want to play all of these games. I have yeah. never wanted to play uh, a, a Mass Effect game. Um, yeah. Man, do I want to play Mass Effect Andromeda? And I think a lot of it is something about recent events is going to make a lot of people very hungry to play a game where you get to start over in a new galaxy. Yes, yes. Yeah, Uh, that's a good point about that one, too, is that it was just... um, So November 7th was when they they released all this huge information about that, and then the the votes for that had to have been in before that. So I wonder if that's going to hurt its... um, it's no, because that is a that is a fan voted game. Oh, so voting for that okay. actually started. Um, that's fan choice. So voting for that actually starts today. Ah, okay. So we're voting right now. Um, it it for me it's Legend of Zelda, but man, Horizon Zero Dawn is like right on the horizon. You know, <laughs> like I'm hungry for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a God of War will obviously be mine, but Horizon and Mass Effect are big ones for me yeah. too. Red Dead Redemption's not so much, and Zelda, yeah. eh, not not so much. So anyhow, what? <laughs> what? 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 Okay, so we've I, had this discussion. I just, I still, it still stuns me every time you say it. It's like a punch in the gut every time. <laughs> What do you mean, not so much? Anyway, you know what? Looking at that list, the only one of those that I'm not going to play is Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, yeah. Uh, I, that I, like, I literally know right now I will not play it. Um, and it's, right. I am absolutely certain that it will be an objectively good game. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be great. But um, open world games got to grab me. Mm. Um, and I don't know that that's going to grab me. Um, so, but man, everything else looks great. Um, yeah. I, but I suspect that Legend of Zelda is going to carry it because it's Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. Um, and it's not that I don't care about that at all. It's just that. That you hate I Nintendo. I, I get it. I get it. Uh I love. I gotta find something. I gotta find something that you hate, so I can start giving you a hard time about it. Um, uh, Let's see. Um, So, trending gate, trending gamer. I don't know who any of these people are, but I didn't know who anybody was last year. Yes, except for Greg Miller. Yeah, exactly. Except except, for Greg Miller. Except for Greg Miller. Um, Who, in his thank you speech, went up there and said, "I'd like to thank Nicole Tan," in which case I, you know, had my stomach in my throat. But turns out Nicole Tan was the end of the name, and she was an artist at Crystal Dynamics. I'm like, I emailed him. I'm like, why did you pick someone with that name? And he's like, well, I think it was because of you. It made it easier for me to remember her when I was all nervous up on stage. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, seriously? You thought that he got your name wrong? No, no. Like, I I knew that he was talking about, like, a developer. But – that the fact that he used he used me as a way to remember this developer's name that he wanted to use because he like any other person's name he probably would have forgotten had it not been for him having a friend whose name sounded just like it so anyhow Fair yeah enough. well you know who Greg. Danny O'Dwyer is do I he's from Gamespot I don't think I... he was at Gamespot for a while that's it oh okay yeah no I've been following Gamespot all that much I mean. I don't know. Like, I don't follow 
all the personalities so much now that I'm not really in the, uh, you know, I'm not in that inner circle type thing, and I don't yeah. have time to just watch all of the personalities <laughs> there do stuff. Um, let's see, and this is the other thing too, like esports player. I don't know who any of these people are. Like, I don't know how you even pick them or an esports team. Or you know what people just, that here's weird. the thing: people that play yeah. esports know these teams. Yeah. Like, this is one of those, like, so, oh, that's best esports game. I want best esports team, right? So, I mean, S- SKT, uh, they just won the League of Legends World Championships. Mm. Um, you know, like, so that's that's a thing. Um, yeah. So, you know, SK Gaming is, like, you know, they're big. They play a lot of different games. Cloud9 is a franchise that they, they actually have people that play everything they sponsor all sorts mm. of stuff um so if you follow league or dota these these mm-hmm. games all make the, these guys are you know they're the new england patriots yeah. you know right. of your respective sport so um it's a thing um yeah so this is not for us this is for the people that right. actually legit follow it now if everyone follows blizzard's league and lead rather <laughs> Blizzard's lead, yeah lol and uh, makes them location based <laughs> then i think everything will be a little bit easier but that's just yeah me. that's just me. yeah no i agree i agree um all right well i think we got through most of those again december 1st it's probably about i don't know eight o'clock p.m i actually look at the time that these things are starting but it's definitely december 1st i remember that um uh 8 30 there it is 8 30 p.m eastern uh, and I oh, guess good. that's, oh, oh no, the pre-show is at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, and then the event itself is at 9 p.m. Eastern, so. That's, that's not bad. There's been a couple no, of years where bad. it started at, like, 10 Eastern, and I'm like, you jerks. <laughs> I'm on the East Coast, right. you're supposed to cater to me, okay? <laughs> I know, everybody else does. <laughs> yep, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, all right. All right. Well, I think that's all the news. We're actually, we spent a decent amount of time on news today. So uh, let's jump into what we're playing. Steven, do you want to start? Yeah, I've been playing Watch Dogs. Okay, cool. Because I'm supposed to. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm like, you know, four or five like main story missions in and Mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty good. Um, I am definitely enjoying this one more. Then the little time I spent with the first one, tried to mm-hmm. mess around with it a little bit. Um, the main character is way more interesting. He is a nerd. He is, <laughs> you know, like the way he talks about different things, um, you know, really kind of, he like lives in that world. He's not mm-hmm. kind of a part of it, which I really dig. Um, the ver- I've driven all around their San Francisco clone. And while I have never lived in San Francisco, all the different ne- neighborhoods are very diverse and everything looks kind of cool. Um, you know, I got into a car accident on um, the Golden Lombard. Gate Bridge. Oh, on the Golden Gate Bridge. I was going to say Lombard. That's usually the street that's like the most iconic. Is that in there? Um, Lombard Street? It's the Twisty uh, Street? Um, not that I know, but I've, I just okay. got it yesterday. So. Oh, okay. Um, it is, um, one of the things I really dig about it is that the default for the game is, um, nonviolent, meaning you are huh. silent takedowns. You're not, you don't have to be lethal. Um, 
Whereas in a lot of games, you know, it, I am trying my damnedest to use my taser, to, uh-huh. you know, use non-lethal takeouts. Um, and the game is very forgiving about that. Um, you know, you, you don't necessarily have to use guns if you don't want to. Um, That's cool. Which I really enjoy. And that by itself would make me very interested in maybe sharing the game with my kids. Yeah. Except... <laughs> Man, do they drop F-bombs like crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, he, so he talks like a YouTuber, man. He's just like, F this, F that. It's just like, dude, come on. I mean, I get it. You're a 20-something in San Francisco, so swearing is a thing. Um, But it was, I mean, and it's, I mean, clearly the game was not designed to be family-friendly. So, that's right. it's not really a gripe, more of a realization that I had where I was like, oh, man, this is kind of neat. Like, it's not super violent, which it's really yeah. not, um, unless you go all guns blazing, right? But that even throw, <laughs> but that honestly just throws, pulls you out of what you're doing because, yeah. I mean, you're a good guy. You know, you yeah. could be an yeah. absolute good guy. You're trying to do a good thing, whereas in a lot of open world crime games, you are a menace to society, yeah. whereas here you're, like, trying to do at least what he feels is good. Um, right. And, I mean, the missions are off the wall. The map is huge. There's all sorts of stuff to do. Um, you know, I expect that I'll be able to, you know, I, I'll, I'll be putting a whole lot more time into it the rest of this week and obviously um, moving into uh, next week um, mm. when before the review goes live. But my, 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 it's definitely better than the first one. So if you liked cool. Watch Dogs, then this is absolutely going to be something that I think you're going to be interested in. Uh, I don't know if it's going to bring outside fans in, mm-hmm. but um, you know I'm certainly enjoying it. You know, man, the the, the driving is cool. Um, you know, I'm really yeah. loving just whipping around on a motorcycle or a Vespa. I stole somebody's Vespa. Um, just whipping around San Francisco. I mean, it's San Francisco, so of course there's Vespas. Vespas. Vespas are very popular in San Francisco. Of course they that's, are. That's very um, appropriate. And, uh, like, you know, the, the best, my favorite part of it is, you know, was, like, fast traveling before I did even a single mission to all the uh-huh. various stores buying clothes for myself, um, and my <laughs> wife making fun of the outfits that I wanted to put on, um, because I wanted to wear a suit, because you can a buy suit. a suit. I wanted to buy a suit. <laughs> <laughs> and um and she's like, but you're supposed to be like this stealth hacker guy. Like, how much are you gonna stand out like in a suit? And I'm like, honey, I'm gonna be in San Francisco. And she's like, fair point, fair point. <laughs> you know. So um and your very first mission. This is not even a spoiler. Your very first mission, you go after a pharma bro. It's basically <laughs> literally Martin Screlly dot mission, but it's not Martin Screlly, but it's. A guy who <laughs> raised the price on a leukemia drug, who wants to buy a famous rapper's album um, so that nobody else can have it, and you shenanigans and hacking and because dead sec, and you trick him into giving $20 million to leukemia research, cool. um, and he gets no album. That's that's the that's the end result. That But the actual missions and stuff, that's like the tutorial mission. That's like, okay, this is how you learn how you do all this stuff, and it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan. Cool. Cool. Anything else? Yes. I have also started yes. Chrono Trigger. Oh. Um, I don't know why, but I, you know, 
think I, I've been needing some comfort food. Um, and so I actually realized that I had a sealed copy of Chrono Trigger for the Nintendo DS. Huh. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. So I just started <laughs> um, messing around with it. Um, you know, I spent an afternoon while I was watching football and hanging out with the kids. Um, you know, tooling around, playing through the game. It is really good. It's, it is my, my, uh, my gamer confession is that I have never beaten Chrono Trigger. Oh. Um, and my, my goal for 2017, I'm getting started now, is I am going to finish Chrono Trigger. Um, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, What cool. about you? I've never played Chrono Trigger. Um, <laughs> anyhow. Um, yeah, but you're not so, a JRPG nut like me. I'm not. I am not. Um, so the biggest thing that I played was Dishonored 2, which if you're looking around the web, you see this thing has wonderful, wonderful, wonderful reviews. It's not a bad game. I was basically really reviewing it from my perspective, which is different from other game journalists' perspectives. So I never played the first one. So I will honestly just say I might have been going in with unrealistic expectations. I put the game on easy so that I could play it quickly. Easy in this game is not easy. Like, I've played, like, many, many, many games, you know. Uh, just for, for example, um, God of War 3, which I played on both easy and hard. Obviously, you got to know what you're doing on hard. You got to dodge, you got to block, you got to. God of War on easy, you can do just any button mash, just swing your stuff around anywhere, and you'll win. So that's the way most games are when you put them on easy. This was not easy. Um, it took me a while, uh, I know, to adjust to the stealth gameplay, because that is not really my strong suit. But once I got the hang of that, I thought, oh, okay, now, now I've got it. You know, it'll be fine. Um, but yeah, no, the AI in there is, they can't, they become alerted to your presence very easily. And, uh, they don't take, pa I mean, I know this like, oh, this is challenge. They don't take patterns. Like there's no patterns in the way that they walk around really that you can read. So you can find the best time to kind of hop out and sneak up on them. So, okay. so that was, that was one complaint. It doesn't make the game bad. I was just really miffed that easy wasn't easy, you know, cause it's like, I didn't select easy just because I really wanted to be able to play it more. The other thing about the game, which is this probably the way that this worked in the first one, I actually didn't look it up, is that your special powers are optional, quote unquote. You can play the game without those. Um, but I'm like, come on, really? Who's gonna play that game and not use those special powers? They're so cool. Um, but you get, your first one basically gets given to you as a sort of an introduction, like, hey, there's these special powers. And so I thought, that the special powers would probably just be given in stages throughout the game. Like you hit stage four or whatever, you get a new one. And you know, that's the way most games work with these types of things. But no, if you want any more special powers besides the first one that's given to you, you have to go around the world and collect uh, runes and then use those runes to buy the special powers. And I kind of screwed myself a little bit because I didn't even understand that that was what was going on. So my runes, my first runes that I got, I spent on like passive ability stuff, like more help or quicker reflexes and all that kind of stuff until I realized that, no, I had to, um, I had to collect runes to do those special powers, which I, I don't know. Maybe that doesn't, that really bothers me. Like, that's the thing about that game that I was really interested in. And I'm like, really? You're going to make me go on, like, a collect collectibles hunting 
just to be able to do those. I just, I don't know. I was really irritated because it really is, it's a slog to go around the world and find those things. So what you have to do is basically take out all of the enemies and do whatever objective you have for that section of the world and then go around and try to find everything. It's like, I could do collectible hunting when I really want to do it. I don't want to do it as like a main part of the game, which was irritating to me as well. Finally, the irritating thing was that you cannot restart a mission if you feel like you've screwed up. And I was I was asking my husband about this. I'm like, okay, technically, how hard is that to put in a sort of restart level thing, even if you haven't manually saved? And he's like, well, it depends on how the game's built. So I mean, it was kind of a non-answer, but... Each one of those levels takes place in a different location, so I don't think it, it would be that hard to have a sort of reset because you're not resetting anything before, just, you know, just the level. But anyhow, because I kind of screwed myself there, too, because uh, I've gone through this level. I did some things wrong, so now in order for me to finish it, I have to do things the hard way. And I was like, well, you know, I'll just go back. Nope, can't. I hadn't made a manual save since the first level. And uh, it's basically mean I had to start the game over if I wanted to do that. So, so full disclosure, I haven't finished it. I like the story. I like the world. The, the superpowers are really, really cool. The gameplay itself, there's nothing wrong with it. There's just all these little irritations around the outside of it that have made yeah. me not like it. So, um, and then otherwise, I've been playing Civ 6. You know, my little sandbox thing is actually getting boring now. <laughs> I thought that I would enjoy it more because, you know, the other people on the world are just stupid. They're just being stupid. They want to keep declaring war and all that kind of stuff. So so I think I'm going to go back to just playing it with, like, the win conditions. Well, why don't you like, just destroy them? <laughs> if they're being stupid, just lay waste. <laughs> I Be could. gone. I could do that. Yeah. Uh Anyhow, so I think that's it. I played some Hearthstone this morning, and I lost every game except for one. And I didn't play an inconsequential amount of time. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. But I'm doing quests with um, uh, with heroes I'm not super familiar with at this point. Because I got my Golden Paladin. Yay! So happy I, I got that. my Golden Paladin. Yes. Um, so that means you now you have to start another one, though. Yeah. Well, I was... I'm. I, I have been playing a little bit of each of them here and there when I've got a quest or whatever. And so for Shaman, actually, I was playing Shaman for a while. Um, so that's that's who I'm kind of doing now. But they keep giving these, they have new kinds of quests now where it's like play 50 Shaman cards or play 50, you know, whatever class cards. And so I got a quest for Warrior for that one. So I'm doing Warrior for a little while. So um, until I Sweet. get that, that quest. So um and i think that's it all right anything to add steven no that's no. uh this has been a this has been a super busy week it has been. and i'm i'm uh i'm about ready to be done so i can go back to hacking things <laughs> right so i got um, i got work to do yeah um okay so Thank you so much for listening. As noted at the top of the show, we will not be recording a show next week, but we will be the following week. 
and um, hopefully Linda will be back with us when that happens. Um, so thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or feedback, you can send those to hello at pixelkin.org. Pixelkin is a website for gamers with kids. We talk about all the games you want to play yourself, the games your kids want to play, and maybe some games you want to play together. You can find us on Facebook, Simply Pixelkin. You can find us on Twitter at pixelkin underscore org. Steven is editor and founder of Engaged Family Gaming. Steven, what do you want to tell us about Engaged Family Gaming? So, Engaged Family Gaming is a very similar to Pixelkin. We're like best friends. Um, if you if you can't tell, listen to me and Nicole talk. So, we are a website dedicated to providing you all of the information you need to get your family game on. So, we are on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that fun stuff. But most importantly, we have our own podcast that goes live on Monday mornings. Um, we alternate video games, board games, uh, and then we also, it's called Engage, a family gaming podcast, by the way. And also, I do the EFG show, which means Monday through Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I hang out on Facebook Live on our Facebook page and talk about all the relevant family gaming news. And then afterwards, we do a QA. and a We've been having all sorts of fun recently um, cool. when I'm not sick. I think I just missed you a couple days ago because Isaac's out of town, so we can have dinner basically whenever we want. So... I know it was like I got the notification on Facebook that you were live and it was like 40 minutes later was when I actually went on to the page. So I think I probably just missed you. You probably I will just get on. Me. Yeah, I will get on there to troll you eventually. Huh. That's a prom. That is a promise. That is a promise. <laughs> as, long as, um, as long as you don't troll me like that one guy did. OK. OK. Um, yeah, I don't think I'll do that. I'll, I'll be nice. I mean, I made you suffer through Star Stable already. So. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah you did uh, okay everybody thanks so much for listening and we'll be back with you in two weeks bye